1: Hola, ¿cómo estás? ¿Qué estás haciendo? Hola, ¿cómo estás? ¿Qué estás haciendo? Mi nombre es Jefe. Mi nombre es Jefe del Midlife Surfer Podcast. 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 Podcast Fastest growing surf podcast, North America Worldwide. (laughs) Hey, do you know who Jonathan Wayne Freeman is? Go to Instagram right now, search him, find him, watch a couple of his videos. He's a lifelong surfer from the age of 12, I believe, 14, somewhere in there. And he's a midlife surfer. He's, I think, he's 41 or 40 years old, something like that. He's married. He has kids. He's a working paramedic, and he illustrates the surfing life of a midlife surfer so well. Granted, he's a much better surfer than I'll probably ever be, but he um, plays many different characters. (laughs) He, uh, he's just got a great story about following your passion. If you check out a previous episode with the Boardroom show uh, with Scott Bass, he gives a little bit of his background his lifelong story and the gist of it is he was a working schlub like the rest of us and he landed a job as a fireman the Santa Barbara County Fire Department he was about to move up there and for whatever reason that job fell through he had dreams of surfing Rincon three four five times a week raising his family in Santa Barbara and who doesn't want to do that right anyway that fell through And, you know, imagine that happening when you have overhead, a mortgage, a wife, two kids, bills to pay. That can weigh heavy. He ended up scrambling for a job. He took a janitorial job, I believe, at a local junior high or high school, elementary school. And he hated Instagram, just like I hate Instagram. I don't hate it, but it's a tool to get this out to you and to communicate. But at the same time, I'm bad at it. And it just seems so thirsty for attention. Look at me. Look at me. Listen to my podcast. Anyway, I imagine he had the same idea about Instagram. But just for fun, he had a handful of followers, all of his friends, close friends, and he just started making funny videos while he was cleaning these schools. I believe he was cleaning them overnight. He'd make these funny videos and, you know, he described himself as a, he was a jock in high school, but he also had a flair for drama and comedy. Um, He wanted to do stand-up comedy. That's a tough lifestyle to work out when, uh, when you're a midlife surfer with a family. But he found an outlet which is essentially what this podcast is. It's just a little outlet, I guess, to um, express uh, whatever artistic spirit is within us. And uh, he does it quite well, and it has gained a lot of momentum. I and mean, he's, like I said, I don't know, 45, 50,000 followers. He works for Surfer Magazine now. He produces Surf Jeopardy all through the shelter in place and quarantine. Very fun. His Instagram live videos are great. These young surfers popping on, and he talks to them. And he also works for Surfer Magazine with a show that he did. I don't think they're still doing the web web series, but it was called Ultra Core Surf Hour. And I recommend you checking those out too. He hooks up with one pro and tries to do airs. He comes up to Santa Cruz. He visits Stretch's factory. He goes on a quote-unquote vision quest. He's just a funny dude. So check out this interview and enjoy. And thanks for listening to Midlife Surfer Podcast. Jeff at midlifesurfer.com for any emails or uh, Midlife Surfer Podcast on that hated Instagram. Holla. There he is. What's up, man? It's Wayne Freeman. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. How's the sound? Let me get my earphones in. All right. Fair enough. You, you sound pretty loud and clear. Okay. Um,
2: I've never done it on my phone before. I thought I was going to be at home, but I had to come up here to get a secret haircut. This guy could fit me in the...
1: Dude, it, so that's outstanding. The secret haircut. I've been doing the same. Oh, there we are. Perfect. I got a uh, nice Korean lady uh, who uh, lives close by. I called her about a month ago and I said, "Hey, can you give haircuts right now?" And she said, "No." Do you want one? And I said, <laughs> "Yeah." And she said, "Okay, one o'clock." And I, I said, "I, I said uh, okay." It was right when we were all starting to wear masks, and I said, "Okay, I'll wear my mask." She goes, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I didn't know what that meant, but uh, I showed up and, and her door was locked and I had to tap on it three times. But anyway, so last night, it's funny you say that, I called her last night and I have another friend who needs a haircut she met me in my backyard and she gave a couple of haircuts to the neighborhood people. We so paid her-
2: rad. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. The only thing, this guy, he's like deep into the conspiracy stuff. So right. I'm going to, while he's cutting, I'm just going to be, I almost want to record it because he's yeah.
1: so <laughs> deep into it. But yeah. <laughs> you'd have to blur his face though, because, uh, like yeah, so, so cut hair, you don't want to put him out of business.
2: Yeah. He's doing it. Speakeasy style. That's what he's telling everybody.
1: Right yeah. on. Yeah. 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 Hey, um, well, happy Cinco de Mayo to you, my friend. Same to you. Same to you. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. Um, I'm a fan of your Instagram. You've got a lot of followers now. Is your wife and family, are they impressed with the following uh, that you've uh, garnered on Instagram? Not at all.
2: <laughs> no, they, they don't, they don't really care. Um, yeah. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. She's happy that I'm happy and that it makes me happy, but um, she could care less about it. Then she's um, it's good. I have a wife like that because boy, if she man. was just telling me like I was doing great things and stuff, I, I would probably not keep trying, but she's right. not impressed by much. She doesn't laugh at much. <laughs> so, <laughs> I had to choose a person like that because man, it's so good that I did. She, she's just no BS. She shoots it to me straight. If I didn't have her, man, like I'd, I'd be way worse off for sure.
1: God bless you. You're a blessed man. I feel the same. Yeah. That's cool. How old are your kids? Five and seven. Right on. How's the homeschooling going?
2: It's going really well. Thanks to her. Not to me. Yeah. I, uh, she asked me to do it the other day. Like, why don't you want to do it? And, uh, I'm like, no, I'll do it. So I gave it a shot, but she's, she's much, much better at it. So thank goodness she's around.
1: Oh, excellent. Good. Um, I gotta say, I was kind of caught off guard that you replied so quickly to my direct message. You said, "Yeah, I'll hook up with you and join you on your measly podcast." I appreciate bro, that, bro.
2: Dude, are you kidding me? I say that's 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 the secret is yeah. forming relationships and saying yes. I literally say yes to almost everything. Why wouldn't I? Exactly. I'm just stoked. Like it's fun to meet people, and if you're actually a person that's actually doing something, like you're creating something, mm-hmm. I'm so stoked because that's how anything happens. You just do it. You have to. Have an action plan and then put it in place And then you never know where it's going to go
1: Right, I'll, yep. uh, I, I'm going to save The flowery introduction about what I like About you and what you've been doing uh, I, Recently, I was actually listening While I was working to you on the Scott ba- with Scott Bass On the Boardroom mm-hmm. Show podcast And I thought you did a fantastic job I'd recommend my listeners to check it out as well um, But I want to ask you, how old are you again?
2: I turn four, uh, well I guess now Tomorrow I'll be Forty and a half
1: all right. Yeah. So your yeah. Half yeah. 40 and a half. Yeah. That damn half birthday is kind of like a phenomenon Just that just started like a couple of years ago. My little, <laughs> six, little six year old expects a present, you know, February. 13th.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> hey, um, one of your posts I recently saw. So you're 40. How old, how old were you when you started surfing? 14. Okay. So you had a recent post that the old an old weird dude gave you at the beach uh, regarding yeah. uh, your progression or lack thereof in surfing as you uh, progressed in years. <laughs> do you mind just reiterating that for me real quick? What was that? Sure. Advice?
2: No problem. So his advice was just remember, if you want to keep surfing into your old age, it's going to be a long, slow, humiliating process of becoming a kook again. Right. And that seems to be fairly accurate. You can do all the stuff that you want to do, but unless you're... A professional and even professionals they're not at the same level they were at so really it all just goes full circle people wrote in the comments like the circle of kook i'm like yeah i think that's true you start a beginner you end a beginner yeah. and it's just all about the fun anyway so
1: where probably... are you in that uh digression
2: dude that's so funny because you know i'm not gonna i you know my my self-evaluation is probably not as accurate as a friend's, a friend, I should have a friend that I surf with all the time tell you, but I just have this discussion. I just surfed for two hours with a friend and I am fortunate enough the past 10 years to have moved to a place where there's fairly consistent surf. Yeah. So it's all about just getting those reps in. And I think I'm better now than I was at 25. Is that right? Why do you say that? Because for me, surfing is really, 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 really hard. And it takes a long, long time to figure things out. And I'm just now like surfing in the pocket. Like I was always a guy that would catch a wave, go as fast as I could and hit the end section. Right. Now I'm starting to like go, oh, this is why surfing in the pocket's fun. It's where it's steepest. So I'm just now like starting to do that at 40 and a half. So I'm like, there's still new things that are happening. And then you know, like I, I literally like my total tube time since I was 14 years old. So what? 26 years of surfing is like three seconds, like yeah. of actual. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I, I, I could still go somewhere potentially if I make some money and yeah. go on a surf trip and learn how to get barreled. So then there's, there's still progression,
1: you know? Yeah. That That's the, probably the most addictive quality and the most frustrating, the most humbling, but I just started surfing about eight years ago, and I just had no idea. I almost wish I never started because I had no idea how it would just invade your headspace, how many hours I'd spend scrolling Craigslist, looking at boards, thinking the board is going to make me a better surfer. Um, oh, you're, you've cut out, but you can still hear me, yeah? All right, you're back again. That,
2: that was Surfer Magazine calling, and I declined because oh, I'm talking to you. That's, that's okay. Right.
1: God bless you for that. Well, yes. I, I set my timer for uh, about 15 minutes, so I ain't going to keep you too long, brother. No, it, let's get that haircut. Bad, don't worry about it. All right. I got a question. Oh, where, you're down in San Diego, yeah?
2: Yeah, I'm in Oceanside, which is okay. uh, for this north city in, uh, in San Diego County.
1: Excellent. And so, um, let's see. You have the Ultra Core Surf Hour, which I've on that mailer. I watched it visit Santa Cruz and, and hang with Stretch. I, I saw your Vision Quest.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're also
1: doing a Surfer Jeopardy on Instagram Live. Yeah, you-
2: tomorrow we'll be on live. But as long as this quarantine's going on, we're going to keep doing it.
1: Excellent. So the quarantine's been good for, for business in that regard for you on, on your Instagram? Yeah,
2: I mean, I I keep getting people or running into people, surprisingly, that are like, hey, thanks for keeping me laughing. Thanks for entertaining. And I'm just like, wow, there, there must be a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, room for entertainment if I was your entertainment and you enjoyed it. But it's a very nice thing for for people to say that. It makes me feel good because that's the whole point, right? I, I, yeah, you break it, you break it up, dude. Different character- there you are.
1: Yes, and we're back. Yeah. Hey, are you recognized in local lineups now? Yeah, hmm You are. How does that affect your surfing? It
2: makes me much more conservative. Yeah. I don't want to leave a bad impression or have people um, say he took off in front of me or he back paddled me like I'm because I'm pretty bad dude like I'm ah uh, man, I just get in the zone and I'm just yeah and I be I can become that guy that I make fun of pretty quick, <laughs> so I'm much more trying to be very respectful and kind because I don't want to get hated yeah. in the comments like no this guy's the worst you know so you don't want so, that.
1: so when you're um When it's your time and when you're lined up, the set wave's coming, you earned it, you paddled out at 545, whatnot, and you've been trading waves and the like, but now it's your time. Everyone else is reluctantly seeding this wave to you. It's yours. And -hmm. and you turn and start paddling. You know the lineup's watching you. What's going through your head at that point when you're paddling into one of those?
2: (laughs) (laughs) How many times I've blown it in that scenario and how stupid you feel. That's what's going through my head usually. Actually, if 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 i am thinking that that that's i am probably going to wipe out but that had that same scenario has played out i've talked about it and you blow it and there's you know 15 eyes watching you and yeah. it was the best wave and you feel so stupid but when it does come together and you get a good one then you get you got to try to play it off like yeah, i do that all the time you know
1: absolutely act
2: act cool like yeah of course of course everything went perfect but, yeah
1: no yeah. doubt yeah, I had a situation like that at the hook in Santa Cruz. Um, mm-hmm. And fuck, I wanted to stay underwater for 10 minutes after I, I popped up, but I just popped up on the tail. I was already looking down the line like, oh, I'm going to start pumping. And, and I was like, this is my one. And then, oh, I forgot to really execute just a basic pop-up basically. And just the hook's up. fun, man. Yeah, I love the hook. Dude,
2: how crazy is Santa Cruz? The first time I went to Santa Cruz, I was like, it was like God was like, I'm going to design yeah. a piece of coast that's just all for surfing all yeah. right points like yeah. and it's just going to keep going and going that and i'm going to make it look like forest of endor with like oh, <laughs> it's the place is
1: insane it's so <laughs> rad it is right on um yeah. so you are uh recognized in lineups now and i was, I was curious about that i was going to ask you if you've been properly barreled and spit out but i think you answered that question no
2: all yeah,
1: right right on how about this what was the last time you pooped it? Where like you, you made, you, you blew a takeoff and I don't know about you, but I, I took that, that blown wave at the hook home with me. And for like a week, I was thinking about like, gosh, darn it. If only I just focused on staying low and just getting going first was the last time you cooked it.
2: Yeah, probably one of the first times I started getting recognized in the water around here. Um, I was probably a little more like you know, as people saw me on kook of the day, like, do they yeah. think I'm a kook? I always get people going, oh, I don't see any footage of you surfing and this and that. I'm like, well, it's, it's there if you want to watch it. I don't know why you would, but, <laughs> you know, it's very, very average. Um, but yeah, I remember a group of guys and same what we just said. A set wave came, beautiful set wave, and I just blew the takeoff. And I think I let out like uh, a swear word and then God. I felt stupider because now I just look like a moron. I'm a grown man and I'm it. like, oh, yeah. and then, and then I just, I think I turned around and was like, all right, look, this session's a wrap.
1: Like yeah.
2: at that point you've already lost it. So I just, you're in your I'm head,
1: once you're in your head, you, you either no, got to recover, you got to just head into the parking yeah. lot. No doubt. All right, so I keep the podcast board centric because I love geeking out on boards. Just approximately, tell me what are your two or three go-to boards right now? What are you riding?
2: Yeah, two or three. Um, there's one right here. Yeah, this is this is a 5'4". It's called a Von Sol Manta. Yeah, it's like a mini Simmons shape. It's yes. like 22 inches wide, really yes. flat rocker. It's got a, it's got a five. It's a quad, but then it's got that little extra, I don't know if you can see yeah, it. A little,
1: little stabilizer.
2: So with our waves, a lot of our waves are, are flat face. If it's like anything flat face, this thing from one foot, like you could sit with long borders and catch waves like with them yep. all the way up to I ride it in waves I probably shouldn't. Um, yeah. This one was made, it was finished. It came off the machine, but was finished by a guy named Rob Brown. Yeah, And I've been searching for another one of these um, since like 2011, 2012. And I found this one in really good condition on Craigslist. So that one, then um, my Christiansen fish, which is a 5.6. That thing's money. People always talked about uh, how good those boards were. I never had one. Um, I have ride a lot of different fish. And I joke that I can't ride a keel, but the Christiansen fish, I feel like I can ride. Absolutely. It feels like it has that glide and that speed, but then you can really turn it in the pocket. And if you're at the right wave, like I wouldn't take it down to the beach. It wouldn't be my everyday board. Um, but when the waves are good, dude, or semi good, that that board goes off. Um, and then I ride, like I almost brought my glider today. I just got an 11 foot glider. Who who shaped it? Uh, it's from Crime Surfboards. Huh? So they're they're weird. They're like, I hesitate to call them a soft top. They have this grippy top. Um, but yeah, they surf like a real surfboard. So that, like if I'm just going for a glide yeah. and then I have a bunch of different fish that I just, yeah in the summertime, if we go to a left point, like if we go to Sano and it's yeah. pumping on a South, yeah. just throw like four or five boards in. That's my yeah. favorite thing just to feel the different boards.
1: Yeah. how You have a lot of boards. How many boards do you have? Of 12. Where do you go? No, keep-
2: I have 10. My okay. wife has two. All
1: My right. Where do you, yeah. where do you store your boards?
2: I have racks that I built in the garage that are just on one side. Then the Christensen fish stays in the house on those really nice racks that are yeah. like, so it's on the wall right when you walk into the house. Yeah. And uh, then I have a couple that are hanging. Yeah. Like all the soft ones are hanging from just yeah. bungee cords. Yeah.
1: Is your wife annoyed with, uh, with, with all the boards in your, in your garage or she gets it?
2: dude, she gets it. I mean, I went through, dude, she thought I had a bad drug habit for like the first 10 years because money would disappear in our bank account. And I just wouldn't say anything. And she'd be like, you're really bad with money. And I'd be like, yeah, I guess so. But I was always on Craigslist, always getting boards, always trading boards. Um, I just had another discussion with a guy like about how bad it stinks when you get a board you thought was going to be the one and you know within a few waves that it's just it's a dog. It doesn't work.
1: so funny you say that. I, I got a board shaped by Bill Rydell at Stretch, and it was an It model. It's a six eight mid length, twenty one and a half, two and three quarter. I thought it was just going to be the one. It was the It. Yeah. Yeah. It. With I know the It. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard so many reviews of it, and um, I don't know forty two liters. I thought this is it for whatever reason. I just kind of fucking vibe with it, and uh, eventually mm-hmm. I got a you know. I've, got a less less leader board from another shape or michelle juno and i could i could vibe with it a lot more for whatever reason Surport's funny like that yeah uh, i
2: would have bought that board from you
1: yeah well it was on, <laughs> craigslist. It was was on it? craigslist it was on craigslist for a week i sold it for 660 bucks uh, I, I know that's great dude it's, uh, i know that's a score and i put i went straight to michelle juno shop put a 500 down on a new board that he's making me right now so but this is about you I'm going to let you go soon, but is, um, is Reggie available to, to speak by chance? I
2: mean, I guess. That's...
1: <laughs> Reggie, you've been up in Santa Cruz before, yeah? Obvious, yeah, duh. W- what do you think of the Barneys up here?
2: What do I think of the Barneys? And, okay, first off, you have all these people that bought in, dude. They're not even local. They got tech money, and they just came in. And they're at Pleasure Point just going in front of me. Those guys are barns, complete barns. They need to go home, go back to the valley, wherever they came from. Listen, Mm -hmm. dude, if you're a maggot, don't come into the water, man. If you're not west side, east side, or midtown, I don't want to hear a word out of you in the lineup. Not a word.
1: (laughs) How often do you surf, Reggie?
2: Not very much, because most of the time it's not even worth paddling out. Most of the time it's super terrible and super bad. If the conditions are right, you know, and the water temp's right, and it's glassy enough, and it's big enough, and there's enough power for reg, or some people call me eggy Reggie, whatever that means, then I'll paddle out. But chances are you're probably not going to see me paddle out because I go to a lot of misto spots up north that uh, we shouldn't even be talking
1: about. Boy, you hit Reggie right on the head, John. Uh, I, how many Reggies do we all know? In fact, I hear Daryl Fleverosco every time you do Reggie. It sounds the same way. Although I, those aren't your words; those are mine.
2: No, they could be mine too. I, I, I have uh, never met the man, but I have heard many stories, many, many stories. And God bless you with rehab. Anybody that gets that's right, over, I'm freaking
1: congratulations. Right on. That's awesome. I'm going to let you get this black market haircut. But before we go, um, I heard your story uh, 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 on the Boardroom Show podcast, and I found it inspiring. I mean, you, you took the jo- job as a firefighter up in Santa Barbara. You were going to surf Rincon five times a week, and for whatever reason, that fell through. You started janitorial work, but then you really you, you followed your, your, your innate ability, your skill to improvise, and, and you're a funny dude, and you found a platform to share that. And, and it's working out for you. And uh, congratulations. God bless you Thank for you. that, man. Thank yeah. you, man.
2: I really appreciate that. It's just crazy how things work, man. But like I said, that's why I was trying to say, like, you d- got to do the work, right? Yeah. And it doesn't seem like work if you actually dig it, which is the best part.
1: There's a, there's a term I keep in my office that's a God rewards action. And, uh, and I, I believe that. You got to get off your ass and just do anything, something. What would you tell somebody, um, say in their late 30s, 40s, or at any age that, say, stuck in a rut, and they know they're good at something, but they just, they can't get it going? What advice would you have for anybody just to uh, jumpstart your passion?
2: I would say, first off, you have to have a realistic assessment of your abilities. Know what you're good at. People around you will let you know. Chances are you've known what your, your strengths were since you were very young. You probably knew when you were like 13, 14 what you liked, what you were good at. And then if you're older, if you're in your thirties, you got to say to yourself, how can I take all my life experience and make whatever it is I want to do even better? Because I used to think that like, I'm too old. It's too late. I should have done this in my twenties and this and that. And then I realized with humor, it's completely irrelevant. You can be 80 years old and be the funniest person that's ever existed. Mm -hmm. If you are you know, or you work at it, or you, that's just naturally how you are. Um, but the the thought of paying a mortgage, of taking care of your kids and all these different things, like, it can be very overwhelming, especially if you have a comfortable position that has a steady paycheck, um, you know, and you have health insurance there. And especially if you have a wife or a spouse that, that loves that that safety net and loves all that. But the people that really love you will want you to do with your life what you feel like you were put on earth to do. So if you're not surrounded by people like that, that's tough. Yeah. Hopefully you have people that are encouraging you because when you have self-doubt and somebody who you love says, no, you can do this. It's just like fire and fuel. So I would say start now. Don't wait another day, whether it's you want to do a podcast, just record something on your phone, whether you want to do a YouTube video, Whether you want to be an actor, you get you can go to a local place and 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 start applying to be in a a theater company or something. If you want to speak, start talking to people, forming relationships, and you will be amazed at the things that happens, the opportunities that happen, the people you get to meet. I just think it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. And since I've leaned into my strengths, I feel better emotionally. I feel better physically. I sleep better at night because I'm not sitting around worrying and i said this on to scott i said the big kicker was i didn't want to tell my two sons like follow your dreams if i didn't follow my dreams yeah it's just how could i do that right
1: right Right. it's a great message you deliver it well you got a friend up here in santa cruz and uh you know, maybe if, uh, I have about 717 downloads so far worldwide. So you awesome. might pick up, you might pick up one or two extra Instagram follows after this It's time. Well spent.
2: <laughs> That's all I want. It's all I want. That's all worth right. it. All you right. Thank you so much, man.
1: Post a picture of that new haircut when you can. God bless you. Have a great I day. Well, you too. Take care. Thank you for having me. Bye. See ya. Man. See ya. Jonathan Wayne Freeman. Thanks again, my friend, and thank you for listening to the Life Surfer Podcast. Peace.
0: Peace. Bye.